Welcome to the Business Awards Show, where we share valuable information and secret nuggets to get your award entry notice by the judges for all the right reasons. Our weekly episodes also feature inspirational interviews with winners, judges and sponsors. So let's dive in and start your journey to award-winning success. And welcome, uh, Debbie Gilbert here from the Best Business Women Awards. And today I'm joined by Kathy Ayres, partner at Cleveland Scott York. They're an intellectual property lawyer company uh, based in Hatfield. And uh, we're delighted to have Kathy with us today. They sponsor the Best Customer Service category and have done for the last five years. So welcome, Kathy. Good morning. Thank you. So tell us about what Cleveland Scott York do. Cleveland Scott York, as you said, we're intellectual property lawyers, but the phrase intellectual property is a bit dry and doesn't really sum up what we do, which is basically protect the intellectual capital in your business. That means protecting your good name and protecting all the innovations you make so that other people can't rip you off. I myself am a brand protection specialist, so I deal with people's trademarks mainly, Um, you know, protecting them from people who come to your close, getting protection in place all around the world. It's a fascinating job so do um do you get people that come to you who are new businesses and want to get this straightened from the start as well as businesses that have realized they should have protected this a long time ago yeah i mean we've got a whole whole range of clients from startups um through to people who probably haven't protected their intellectual property as early as they should have done those tend to have the most expensive bills um and then all the way up to you know the very highly organized companies who are completely on every aspect of intellectual property a lot of companies when you think about them nowadays don't have very much in their business apart from their intellectual property and so they're incredibly hot on making sure that's protected to the utmost degree so how long have you been in intellectual property law yourself this is 30 years this year oh my which goodness. seems incredible doesn't it <laughs> <Cold> enough. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> what changes have you seen in the industry over the last 30 years then that's fascinating well it's all become so much more professional and slick and obviously um you know modern communications have changed the world dramatically for us um one thing that the intellectual property is all about is deadlines 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 and um obviously it's much easier to meet deadlines with modern communication systems does tend to mean think people tend to leave things more to the last minute though so you know when I started nobody had a pc on their desk nobody you know had even heard of email um we were using telex machines to send messages overseas simulation to urgent matters you know you'd actually physically have to take a message to a person who would log it in a machine for you it's all you know everything was so laborious and time consuming we we so i'm so grateful we don't live still live in that era basically (laughs) (laughs) so cleveland scott york got involved with the awards five years ago and have always sponsored the best uh customer service category every year since then so what was the thought process behind getting involved with the Female Business Awards from you as a company? Why did you want to get involved? Yeah. Well, it seemed a really um, unusual thing to do. I mean, I think, Debbie, you, you, you know, women's business women's awards are not thick on the ground, are they? Yeah. So, um, 
and a lot of people we knew and liked were involved already and obviously that, that encourages you to get involved. But once we were involved, we were kind of hooked really, because there are so many things about the awards which make them you know, a fantastic thing to be involved in. There's um, the amazing women you know, we see who win the awards and who enter, they're an inspiration in themselves. There's the fact that the awards are organized so well, everything is so slick. And then there's the fabulous party at the end. It really is, you know, all in all, it's a fantastic experience. And uh, you know, it's something we've been delighted to be part of. Oh. Um, customer services is something which is important to us, obviously, as a professional services business. And it's great to see what people are doing to go the extra mile to make their clients feel wanted and to deliver the excellent service so it's just it really resonates with our business and, and it's been a fantastic thing to be involved in so as a judge of the best customer service what sort of things are you looking for people to share in their entry well first of all i should say you've got to you've got to look at debbie's master classes because you know there's so much in there you know if you are starting an awards entry without watching your master class first then you're going to be really in real trouble um, one thing I have seen is that people, I think customer service is, a, is, an, is an awards category where if you are a very relatively new business, it's really hard to make an impact. You do need some kind of longevity to show how you've built up your customer service over the years, how you manage complaints effectively, um, uh, and the kind of processes you have in place. Really difficult to do that when you're quite new. I find that people enter more than one category and they tend to recycle the same entry for each category. But that's a real mistake to do that when you were doing the customer service category, because you really do need the extra information in there to show everything about your customer service from start to finish. Mm. You really need those extra words. Yeah. And I mean, you're looking for people that go above and beyond rather than, you know, the routine of, people put in entries things like um i call my customers back within 24 hours or, or things like the, the actual standard they're not excelling that's what you would expect a business to do so i guess what you really want them to share with you is what are they doing over and above what their competitors are doing what makes yeah, absolutely. the customer service stand out yeah the, the most effective way to do that really is um through testimonials mm. and case studies know any other awards they've won as well mm. all of those things obviously are very powerful and mm. it's obviously an incredibly good reason for entering awards in the first place in that once you've got awards you're more likely to get awards mm. um it's it sort of starts a, a virtuous circle going and um i mean we've seen that with a lo loads of your winners haven't we debbie yeah definitely and i think um as i said uh, we had a quick chat before the interview and we were talking about i was talking about davina Steele, who um you know, she wanted some new business awards because she was, um, you know, finding she was pitching to get her bakery goods into the big retailers, but didn't have any awards. And actually, that's what she needed to actually have that external validation from people like yourself who've looked at her business, looked at her entry and validated everything she's done. And I think mm -hmm. validation is what, you know, customer service is an incredible award to have absolutely incredible because it gives you so much validation even being a finalist because it is we get a lot of entries don't we and it is trying to sift through that and find those shining stars amongst that isn't it yes absolutely yeah and it's it's not easy um so what advice would you give to people um you talked just briefly about testimonials who are sort of sitting here thinking oh, i don't know whether i should enter or not i mean 
what advice would you give them? How would they best approach this? Well, if they've got the time, and, and that's one of the key points, it does take quite a lot of time to enter. If yeah. they've got the time, then they should definitely do it. Your entry fee, obviously, is peanuts, really. Um, and it involves them doing a 360-degree appraisal of their business, which is a really vital thing to do anyway. Yeah. Um, and it may actually reveal areas which they actually want to go ahead and tackle as a business. Yeah. Um, yeah. So quite separately from the whole entering the awards thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it needs the time, but if you've got the time, then do it because it, the process is, is entirely positive. Um, and as you say, even if you get a finalist status, you get the feeling that you're doing something right and that you might, might want to go back again next year and do something, you know, knock the lights out even further and get an improved entry in and win the category. You know, it's a fantastic feeling. Every single winner that I've given an award to on the night is absolutely over the moon. <laughs> it's not like they're going, oh yeah, oh, all right, then that's another one or whatever. They're not, they're absolutely buzzing. It's yeah. such an amazing feeling. Um, and obviously, they, when you follow them on social media afterwards, you can see that they're using the award in a positive way. That you know, they're, they're able to talk about it in link, on LinkedIn and Twitter. And it's just, you know, it's, everything is positive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so is there anything else that you feel you wanted to share that we haven't covered? Any other comments or observations? <laughs> yeah, as a, as a judge, I have to say the, the weakest categories tend to be in relation to uh, you know, providing the facts and figures. Mm. So many people just don't seem to provide the evidence, which is ridiculous when their company accounts are available online. Mm. Um, and then people are not so good at talking about themselves. The first section is always, you know, tell us about yourself. People either veer off into the very personal, which obviously isn't appropriate because this is a business towards, or else they tend only to talk about the process of their business. They don't really give us the, that information about them, you know, what makes them tick, why they chose to set up the business and so on, you know, where they've come from, the journey they've had. And, and that tends to be a very weakly answered section. So, and then every section counts. So the more you can put in the, to impress us, the better. And it's great to see good online uh, testimonials as well and reviews, because I know Barbara, who was chosen as a winner last year, I mean, she had something like a hundred and something Google, five-star Google reviews and things like that really reinforce what's being said in the entries. And you do check that kind of thing, don't you? So you are looking at what that online footprint is like, what people are saying about a business. Absolutely. Yes. You know, looking at reviews, um, looking at testimonials, um, checking links on the websites, checking they add up. Mm. Um, you know, it's all it's all looked at. I mean, it's lovely to me, to be honest. I was going to say, do you enjoy being a judge? Is it something I, you I really did enjoy it. It was, <laughs> it was just amazing. People's businesses. I mean, you know, the, the, the um, disparate nature of the businesses. I mean, honestly, everyone from people who are providing colour consultations to people who are cleaning out rainwater tanks, yes, right. who are providing falconry services. Yeah. I mean, this could not be more diverse and and it's so fantastic I mean I've got a 10 year old daughter and you know it's just amazing to talk to her about the people who are involved because you know any sort of perceptions she might have about what sort of business a woman might do mm. would be thrown out of the window yeah. because everything is the answer mm. everything Incredible. um so fact, but, but we had the, a great mix last year because uh, Rachel Kempinski-Smith, who was one of the finalists, is literally a sole trader on her own, but what an incredible number of testimonials she had. 
And well, I practically signed up as a client on the spot with her. I mean, I was doing the judging and thinking, this is amazing. I know. And then it went through, like you said, to Eleanor, who does rainwater tank cleaning. I mean, you couldn't get two businesses more opposite. Um, but Eleanor was very keen to have some recognition for her customer service because, again, it might not sound like a competitive industry, but there are a number of companies in her industry doing that. And yeah. she wanted to have something that made her, you know, head and shoulders above the others because she did look after her customers really well. And of course, Barbara, who won the category, was doing skin camouflage for people who'd been injured in accidents and uh, very interesting business there as well. So we had quite a spectrum of uh, companies in that category last year. And I'm sure yeah, the amazing this year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The, the amazing thing with, with um, BAMS who won the category was the amazing before and after photos and also people saying that she'd absolutely changed their lives. Mm -hmm. Previously, they'd not been able to go out of the house, basically, mm -hmm. because, of, for example, there was one woman who'd had a, an accident at work and it, it really had damaged her face terribly. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, with makeup, she looked, you wouldn't give her a second glance, no. mm -hmm. you know, and and she was actually able to go out of the house for the first time in years. It's just incredible what she was able to achieve. Really, you know, really brought a lump to your throat. Yeah, and I think the, the amazing sensitive nature that Barbara has with handling people in this situation, I thought, she was actually a lawyer um, yeah. herself and, and retrained to do this. And she acts as expert witness in a lot of the cases that go to court from somebody who's been, you know, who's been injured in an accident or uh, been attacked. And I think those two things combined, and she said from the outset, her whole ethos was about how to look after her customers that that was the heart of her business and i wish more businesses thought that way because we wouldn't have all these complaints going on would we out there the businesses handle uh, customers sometimes so terribly i've certainly had a few bad experiences during the lockdown with companies and you just think oh dear that's not a good email to send somebody you know it's very strange well it's been lovely to chat to you today um, thank you for joining us because I know how busy you are. So is there anything else you want to add before we go? Oh, I can't think of anything now. <laughs> I think you've covered it all. <laughs> no, no, I think that's it. You know, but just, I just want to plead with people to enter. If you've got the time, if you can put the effort in, just enter. It's just relentlessly positive. And also, if you're sitting there and you haven't protected your intellectual property in your business... Kathy yeah, we'll have a chat with her about that because uh, absolutely. But we're putting out a lot of more resources in terms of webinars and podcasts oh, and so on. Okay. And certainly, something I'm going to be doing soon is a podcast relating to startups and what they need to know in relation yeah. to IP. So yeah. that will hopefully be available for download fairly soon. Oh, fantastic! That's great. Well, thank you for joining us. We'll see you at the final this year. And uh, thanks for all the support that Cleveland Spot York give the awards. It's great. No, it's my pleasure, Debbie. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed listening to our interview with Kathy Ayres, Customer Service Judge. We are now sharing our interview with Babs Foreman, winner of the Best Businesswoman Awards category Best Customer Service 2019. Hello, I'm Debbie Gilbert from the Best Businesswomen Awards and today I am joined by Babs Foreman from Skin Confident, who was our Customer Service winner of 2019. Quite a coveted trophy that one to have because we get an incredible number of entries in the customer mm -hmm. service category. Um, and Babs was also a finalist in the new business category. So to win a customer service award and be a new business, 
she's definitely doing something right. So welcome Babs. Tell us about your business and what made you start it. Okay, so my business is Skin Confident, as you said. Um, the clue is in the name, really. Um, so the aim is very much to make people feel more confident about their skin, in their skin. Um, so I work with people who have um, some kind of visible difference. Generally, that's scars. It might be anything else. It might be congenital. Um, you know, you can think of any number of things. And what I offer is a service that... Um, that provides skin camouflage it's called so it's kind of highly specialist paramedical products that can help conceal such conditions um, and there's a whole kind of body of clinical evidence building up on the psychological effects of you know particularly issues with the skin um, particularly facial you know generally have the most impact but not necessarily um, kind of long-lasting after effects of trauma and things like that that manifest themselves on the skin so it's Skin camouflage can be very useful in those situations and it just, obviously it's not a, a full solution in itself often, but it just gives people kind of more control over their appearance, um, it can really change the relationship that they have with their scars and just kind of help them maybe get back to a more confident life that they had maybe been used to living beforehand. So what actually made you get into this business in the first place? It's a bit of a, a roundabout route. Um, so I started off by qualifying as a solicitor and worked in the law for a few years, but found that that maybe wasn't quite my calling <laughs> and then retrained as a makeup artist, um, went into kind of film and TV and the more mainstream makeup. Um, and then I think I just felt the pull towards wanting to do something kind of more meaningful. Um, and actually I had myself um, been burnt as a teenager. And so uh, I got away very lightly, you know, it could have been a lot more awful than it was um, but I did spend some time at the Burns unit and kind of came into contact with the people and um, and the various different services and so I think it, that had been simmering obviously for a while and it's really interesting most people that I, I know who are in this industry there are very few of us to start with but everyone has some kind of personal connection it's really interesting so um so that all came together and I felt like I could really take advantage of my kind of unique combination of skills Where's your clinic? So my clinic currently is in, in central London, uh, just near Bank Station, which is actually in the heart of kind of the legal district, which also really helps me because I haven't actually mentioned yet before, but often I work um, with people who've been involved in, say, a road traffic accident or an accident at work and who are in the process of um, litigation. And so it would actually be their solicitor who instructs me and then I can help them with the products themselves, but then also with the costings and then that can go towards um, the compensation in their case. Yeah, so you're acting as an expert witness in court cases and things. Yeah? That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. That must be a very interesting part of the part of the um, work that you do. So, what made you enter the awards last year? I came across them online, and I just thought it would be a brilliant opportunity. Obviously, awards are a way of adding a bit of credibility to your business, really setting you apart from your competition. Like I just mentioned, there are very few of us, so you know it's quite nice to be able to stand out. Um, I felt like it'd be a great opportunity for PR. Um, the biggest struggle that I have really, or I'd say my biggest challenge, is that there's so little awareness of, yeah. of skin camouflage, of its existence, of how to access the service. Um, and so really anything um, that just increases that awareness and that understanding um, was something that was very much on my list of things that I wanted to, to do. Um, and so it came along um, at, the, at the perfect time for me. Hmm. 
So tell us, you won the best customer service award. So tell us briefly what you feel encapsulates really good customer service. Well, for me, it's just really having the customer at the heart of everything I do. And that sounds a bit trite, but it really is just kind of thinking about the effect of, of every part of my service and the whole journey that the customer is going through, especially because I'm working with vulnerable people. You know, they're feeling very insecure when they come to see me. It's a very kind of intimate setting that we're in. You know, it's not quite a medical doctor, obviously, but, you know, things come out that they might not be telling anyone else about. Um, and so it's just really providing everything from the environment that they're in to you know our first contact to the service that I provide on the day is just to make people feel comfortable and at ease and and then hopefully leave with a sense of joy you, afterwards. You, you obviously clearly thought out the customer journey and how you were going to deal with all of that is that right when you were setting mm -hmm. up the business? So that was obviously really important. Yes, no, it is important. And obviously I've, I've been able to refine that a little bit. And as I've been able to invest in kind of the smoother, you know, t technology behind it as well. But, but yeah, certainly what was important to me is that it would always be a very personal service um, and that it would feel personal to the customer. So what impact did the award have on your business or on you, on you as well? <laughs> yes, no, it's uh, on both levels. Absolutely. I mean, um, on the business, I'd say it certainly has attracted a lot of attention, both from within my network, but um, outside of it as well. So, you know, I, th I then tried to really capitalise on that on social media, and particularly on LinkedIn, you know, to my network of legal contacts. And that worked really well. I got some PR interest from local radio, which was brilliant for me. Um, and I know from certain instructions that I've received after that they were a direct result of that. So, so definitely business increased as a result. Um, and I think, like you mentioned, just the whole process and experience were really valuable for me in terms of just kind of focusing on achievement and success, which I think as business owners and probably as women, many of us don't take the time to do necessarily. And you're kind of always looking forward, looking to grow, looking at the next step and just, you know, being forced or having the incentive to sit down go through feedback you know and hear all of the positive messages of thanks was just it was actually really kind of emotional for me and and you know it gave me a lot more confidence in what I'm doing and, and a new kind of a renewed sense of pride I guess in in my business. What advice would you give to anyone thinking of entering the awards? So I'd say definitely take it seriously and treat it I guess in the same way as you as you do your business and your your clients so you know the judges obviously they can't see you at work this is their one insight into who you are you know what your business ethos is I guess and so if you can let your professionalism and your dedication shine through and you know you're paying attention to details you're making it look great you're you know you're doing all of these things that you would normally do for your business hopefully <laughs> then you know I think that will really show um and and I think it's something you'd mentioned as well. There's the storytelling aspect. It's, you know, it's very important if you can tell that story and bring it alive. I think that really helps. And in that sense, actually, what I found very helpful was your awards masterclass beforehand. So just kind of hearing from previous winners how they'd gone about it and speaking to you and really kind of finding out as much as possible about what the judges are looking for was really helpful. I think a lot of people might be a bit, I don't know, embarrassed or feel awkward about maybe even sending an email, but I certainly remember I did that and you were very helpful, you know, about certain technical uh, aspects of eligibility, for example, you know, rather than just hoping for the best. Yeah, I, I remember, actually now you've mentioned it, and I think we had a whole mm -hmm. discussion about 
you were deciding about categories and I said well what do you want to be known for and you said to me my customer service yes. was one of them and I think that's such a great yeah. accolade to have in your business and we've had some tremendous winners of that category over the years it's one of the biggest categories it's second to most inspiring businesswoman um and a right. lot of what people send in for customer service um when i'm sitting in the judging room listening to the judges talking and looking through all the entries you know one of the things that they'll say is you know people enter this category and they the customer service they're talking about is standard and what they're yeah. looking for is excellence so yeah. saying oh well i call the customer back within 24 hours is not customer service that's what right. you know you would expect as a minimum and i think what you'd added into your entry you know made you stand out because you clearly went above and beyond and that's the whole point it's above and beyond that gets mm -hmm. results with this category so all mm -hmm. the finalists are all of them really good at customer service but to win it you've just got to have that edge and i think you've definitely had the edge on everybody in, in what you shared in your entry mm -hmm. and your online footprint and the things that people say about you online mm. which cannot be disputed mm. can it at the end of the day so mm -hmm. i think you did really well and it's um oh, it's great you. to have you as one of our past winners alongside there was a, a a baby photographer one year that won it um there was a lady who owns her own falconry business one best oh, wow. service yeah the year before you um caroline um from the e-learning who then came back last year and won a different category um yeah the year before you so i think all of you have shown that you know as a business you're delivering outstanding customer service so that's only going to stand your business in good stead in the future isn't it yeah hopefully yeah thank you <laughs> i know it's difficult times at the moment but people will come back because obviously you can't open your clinic at this stage because of the situation we're in but i think you've got a service that so many people need and it's a desperate need that they have that um, you will bounce back from this i'm sure thank you sure. but thank you for joining me today really appreciate you coming on to talk to me and share your story with other people and i think you're a great example of a business that's gone the extra mile and thoroughly well deserved for your win last year thank you barbara thank you so much and thanks for having me on thanks for listening to the business awards show if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all of the latest information and show notes, please go over to our website, businessawardshow.co.uk. Thank you.